Dr. Harold Wedderburn. Give the Lord a praise there. Welcome this morning yeah, to Faith Mission Ministries. Here in 909 Faith Mission Ministries, 909 West 18th Street, here in Merced, California, um, USA. So we ask you to um, listen as we speak. The Word of God today, and uh, we um, we thank God for Sister Rosie and the good good word, and all the, what's going on. We are coming in this week, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving week. We won't have any service on Wednesday night, but we'll be back all day Sunday. And we want you to um, study the Word of God. We we have different assignments that we give you to to follow to the church, and um, we just want you to to follow. We thank God for the songs that was rendered this morning uh, today, and uh, for all of the um, words that we heard from Sister Rosie from Revelations. Chapter 4, about the 24 elders, the four living creatures, bowing down before the throne and um, worshiping the Most High God. Uh, God is so good to us, and we have no other guide but the Bible. If you, if you, if you get in the Word of God and you begin to, to study, not just not just memorize a few scriptures so you can quote them. That's not what studying about. You can, hey, you can quote the whole Bible and still don't understand the Bible. See, it's not by how much you spend on and memorize it. Let's go ahead and do that. That's okay, but that's not. Uh, but that's not the spirit of revelation. See, you have to have an insight. Uh, the eyes of your understanding has to be open. Uh, be enlightened by the Spirit of God. Otherwise, you go and you hear, and uh, each week, and you say, but what am I really learning? See, am I being delivered from darkness into light? That's what the Word of God does. It, um, it translates us from darkness. That is ignorance. Anything that's lacking the knowledge of God is dark. We we quote that uh, we quote that scriptures uh, in Hosea so much, where it says that my people are destroyed because of lack of um, lack of knowledge. My people are, I think it's Hosea chapter um, chapter four. We we quote that um, we quote that scripture, and it is a it's a beautiful scripture. Yes, quoting, but. It's really is a, an in, indictment against Israel and also against the church. See, uh, 
in Hosea chapter 4, verse, uh, verse 6. He said, um, uh, my people are destroyed for what? For lack of knowledge. That means it's a knowledge, information, truth, revelation of the word of God. That's why they're destroyed. Um, they're destroyed from being what God uh, want them to be, what they should be. The place where they should be in God. Um, they, they, um, they fall short. We're falling short and coming. Uh, we're falling coming short of the glory of God. See, you're destroyed from uh, reaching that point, getting the mark of the prize of the eye calling. You're destroyed. That means you didn't make it. You didn't reach it. Something Paul said you did run well, and who did who did hinder you? So somebody can stop you. That's why people talk to you and influence you and call you and uh, on the phone trying to convince you. Is because they want to rob you. Okay. Of truth. The little truth you have. The devil want to take it away from you. Okay. And what happened? When you don't have it. You're destroyed. See you cannot be. Uh, you cannot be. Um, a king priest. You cannot rule and reign with Christ. For a thousand years. Because you've come short of it. You did not. Uh, you did not run the race. And complete the. Um, uh, Paul speaks about from henceforth, let I fought a good fight, I finished my course, kept the faith from henceforth, let no one trouble me. See, the, the man was sealed up in God. Uh, you got to the place where it's only, it's only God you want. You don't want to hear a lot of uh, stuff that comes from, from the world or from, from uh, 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 people that doesn't know the word of God. See, so you you have to study the Word of God. You don't um, you don't just take up the Bible once in a while and understand the Word of God. So Israel um, was um, was was God's people. They were given they were given uh, many things from God. God led them out of Egypt through the wilderness for forty years. But then they when they enter in the promise the promised land, what 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 was some of the first thing they did? When they came out of Egypt. Made made a golden calf. Look how far. How quick that was. Murmuring. Complaining. Making golden calves. Turning against God. And when they enter into the. Uh, when they came out of the land of Egypt. They made a golden calf. But when they enter into the promised land. Under the reign of Jeroboam. They, they made a. Uh, they made now two golden calves. Was it one in, uh, where was it, Bethel? And the other one, was it Dan? Or somewhere, you know, there's two golden calves. And uh, golden calves became sin. They, they rejected the true and the living God. My people are destroyed. See, if you had the knowledge of God, you wouldn't worship that golden calf. You wouldn't have an idol before God. If you have a knowledge of God, see, uh, you would not have done that. But it's because of lack of knowledge. We, uh, we are destroyed. Uh, idolatry comes into our, our lives. All manner of sin 
comes into our life because of a lack of, of knowledge. And, and not only did they, look at that, verse 6, not only did they, were they destroyed, verse 6, yes, but uh, not only were they destroyed because of lack of knowledge, they didn't have it. But the next uh, line says, because thou hast rejected knowledge. Not only did they, but they rejected when they could have had it, they uh, they rejected it. They um, they uh, they refused to learn. It's like you have your Bible, and someone is explaining it, but you are too busy. You don't have time. In other words, what you're doing is more important. Your schedule, see, your life is more important. Have you ever stopped to think of that? Me, my high. That's rejecting knowledge. You don't have time. Or when I have time, then I will spend some time with God. But you give more of your uh, more time to yourself instead of the Word of God. God's not first. Oh, you. They had a little God. We have a little God, but He's not first. There are other things that is first. See, in our lives. Now, God knows the heart. God knows everything, and He says that. They destroyed for lack of knowledge. Not only that, but they reject it. Okay? They reject knowledge. They didn't want to hear it. When, when they hear the truth, they didn't want to hear it. It was easier to listen to a false prophet. Okay? Balaam had a better place in Israel than God had. They, they actually import Okay, false prophet, because Balaam was not of Israel, but they sent for him. Okay, he came, he went, rather, they, uh, and, and cursed uh, Israel. But he went and lived among the Israelites. See, in the wilderness, remember, Balaam was in there. Jude tells you that. They had Balaam. Revelations tell you that. They had all kind of uh, false prophet. They, Jezebel. The supper. Jezebel was not of Israel. She was from the land of the Zidonians, I think it was. Ethbaal was her father. And who was queen? Why, a, a, a man of Israel came, marry her, Ahab. And she became queen. Can you imagine? And look at the rebellion, look at the sin and the idolatry that was brought uh, in Israel. She killed the prophets. And Elijah says, I'm the only one left. See, that's sad, isn't it? And um, he was running away for his life. And um, they, they, they were so confused because when, when Elijah said, if Baal be God, then go ahead and serve Baal. But if God be God, then he said, go ahead and serve the Lord. But he said... Uh, then was it Joshua from coming over into uh, out of the wilderness over there? And he points, he says, he says, you serve whoever you want to. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. See, that's the commitment that you have. If you don't have a commitment and you're just floating, you'll never build a church. You'll never have a church. That's why there's not a church today. People run all over because people want to have their own way. Don't tell me nothing. Or I go to church, but I tell the pastor what he needs to do or need to know because I have more knowledge. 
That's idolatry. When you exalt your knowledge against the knowledge of God. See, uh, uh, God gave to the church apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers for the perfecting. That's the order of God. For the perfecting of, of the saints. For the uh, edifying, working of the uh, body of Christ to put knowledge. So my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That means if your understanding did not come from a true man of God, a prophet, a pastors and evangelists or teachers, that's the order of God. Where did you get your knowledge from? Well, I just read my Bible myself and I interpret it myself. That's wrong. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge and that knowledge is what that was given and they continued steadfastly. Remember the start of the early church? And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in breaking of bread and fellowship. And they were right. They stood upon, um, and the scripture said, other foundation can no one, no man lay than that which was laid. The foundation was already laid. We're we not laying a foundation. We're just building on that, that, that foundation. So I come to a city. I'm not coming to lay a foundation. I've got to find the old foundation. Amen. I've got to find the foundation that was already laid. Make sure I find what was laid by Paul. What was laid by Peter. What was laid by John. See. Uh, going back in the Old Testament. What was laid by Isaiah and Jeremiah. Uh, such foundation that tells us about a virgin would conceive. Was that good foundation? Good knowledge? Uh, guiding us? A virgin would conceive. Uh, years, hundreds of years before. And bring forth a, a son. And even tell you what his name would be. His name would be called Emmanuel. Means God with us. See God God with us. Now uh, when you've got a true ministry. In your midst. That's God with you. See. Uh, Paul said um, we beseech you. In, in Christ said. Be reconciled. That means he was appealing to them to come back to God. What am I doing right now? See I'm appealing to you. To come to God. I'm appealing to you. To get out of darkness. Into light. Into his marvelous light. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm appealing to you. To make changes. Uh, to follow the lamb. Okay? Follow the lamb. Whithersoever he goeth. Like those uh, 144,000. On uh, Mount Sinai. You have Revelation 7. That's the 144,000 Jews. That was sealed in, in Revelation 7. Uh, with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. After the wind was held back. See but um, over in the uh, 14th chapter of the book of Revelation. There's another 144,000 that comes out of uh, kindreds and tribes. And Jews also in it. And uh, what, what, what that group is. They, it says that they follow the Lamb. Uh, with a so heavy going. Where is the lamb going? So you you have to know where he's going. Uh, where are you going, Jesus? Where are you? We've got to follow the lamb with a so heavy going. Hey, where is he going? Where whether whether um uh, uh it, we know that he went to the cross. Okay, we know that he went to the cross, right? We know that he went back to um, his father up in heaven. But where is he going? We know he was in the seven churches in Asia. 
uh, when he started out in Ephesus, the uh, age of the apost apostolic age, which was tremendous. They had the truth. Uh, Peter could stand up and say, silver and gold I have not, but such as I have, give I thee. See, in the name of Jesus Christ, they have it. They, they didn't have silver and gold in abundance like today, today's church. Uh, the church is today, abundant church, uh, cannot say that they don't have silver and gold. They, you see, but they, there's something else that's missing. They, they don't have the presence of God, the power of God, the knowledge of God. My people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge, not because you don't have money, not because you don't have a lot of things, because things are, are not very important. God told us, say, don't even worry about things because consider the lilies of the field. See, have you ever seen the change of the, the uh, weather or the change of the climate uh, um, while the earth remaineth? Uh, look at that. You don't have to worry. God, God's in charge. While the earth remaineth, seed, time, and harvest. You go out there, you know you can't, when time is to plant. Uh, Joni, you know that. When not, not to plant. Common sense. Seed, time, and harvest. Cold. So you put the heater on. Right? And cold and heat. So you put the air condition on. You don't turn on that air condition when it's winter time. That's common sense. Okay? And so, so that's knowledge. To know that not to turn on that air condition when it's zero. <laughs> See? Uh, you, you turn on the heater... Uh, in that, but then you know also when it's too hot or when it's too cold. That's a knowledge. So you know what to do. See, but the knowledge of God's people doesn't know whether it's summer or winter. We don't know what time, uh, what time it is, what condition, uh, what's going on, whether the church is cold or hot. Uh, you know that? Uh, ready, uh, so we, because we, uh, we don't have knowledge, so we are in a lukewarm condition. See, we, we, um, we don't know that uh, the, the church is cold. We don't know when it's hot. We don't know what the climate of the church, when I say the church, I mean the body of Christ around the world. Because there's a lot of pastors, we preach and we drum and we shout and we make a lot of promises, but we don't know the, the temperature. We don't know whether it's hot or cold. He said, oh, my church is hot. That it doesn't mean you're hot. Uh, Oh, look at them shouting and praising the Lord and even even getting speaking in tongues. That doesn't mean your hat. See, your hat, uh, like what Jeremiah said. Je Jeremiah described it uh, for us. Jeremiah sat back and said, I, I, he was discouraged. He said, I'm not going to preach it anymore. But he couldn't because what happened? What happened? It, it said, thy word was like a burning fire in a shut up in my bone. But he felt the heat of the word. Of God. So he knew what the temperature. Of God's word was. When you let God come in your heart. And open up to God. And let that word flow through. You're going to know my God. You don't have to tell somebody. Look I'm anointed. I'm on fire. When you have to describe yourself. And promote yourself. Look at me. I'm an anointed man of God. Oh what knowledge I have. Yes but you don't. Uh, you don't understand the scriptures. See if you had understood the scriptures. You would know that the Bible says thou shalt not steal. See, uh, you would understand to know that if a man doesn't work, he shouldn't eat. Do you understand that? Huh? See, uh, 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 so we've got to get to the point where we begin to understand 
that God is not playing games. See, uh, God is uh, not uh, uh, trying to impress. He's not trying to impress anyone. My people are destroyed because of lack of or lack of knowledge. That's the knowledge of the true God. That's the knowledge of the great, <coughs> excuse me, an awesome God. Amen. And verse, uh, I'm still in verse six, right? Uh, they destroyed for lack of knowledge, um, because thou was rejected knowledge. But notice, notice what the priest there was in Malachi said about the priest. What does he say about the priest? The priest lives. So whose fault was it? The fault was the minister. See, they uh, when when you don't uh, seek out and you're still preaching uh, the same message that the uh, uh, same little text you used uh, five years ago, and you've not advanced in the Word of God, what happened? You've not grown in the Word of God. You get up and you give the same little dream or testimony. I had a dream or God showed me that I'm supposed to be a pastor. Or I'm supposed to be an apostle. Uh, I had a dream about me uh, going on the mission field. And all that is okay if that's what you want to live by. But we need to get back to the word of God. We need to live not by bread and not by dreams and interpretation of men. But we need to get back to the foundation of the word of God. And here, I thus said the Lord. Amen. We want to hear from God from heaven. Oh, like uh, 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 the scripture says, the heavens declare uh, the glory of God. That's what we want to hear. The heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament show it is on the word. And I know, yes, the moon is out and the sun is out there. But God <clears throat> had a greater revelation when the heavens declare the glory of God. What was that when the heavens declare? The glory of God. That was when a virgin conceived. See the glory of God. He laid his glory above. Amen. And uh, what he who was in the form of God. Uh, taught it not robbery. To be equal with God. But he made himself of no reputation. And he took upon himself the form of a servant. And uh, uh, he, he became a man. And being found. In the likeness of man. What was that? See? That was the heavens declaring the glory of God. See, God just showed how, uh, how great he was. How great he is. And God, what he has for us. And there the word that created the heavens and the earth was found in the fashion of a man in the womb of a virgin. And when he found himself in the virgin's womb. And then he was born as a little baby. He humbled himself. And he never tried to be like God until he was. His course and his mission was finished. And he came bearing salvation. Uh, the heavens revealing the glory of God. Yes, I know the stars are up there. I know the wonders of the stars. But you know that the heavens are not clean in his sight. Uh, and one day the first heaven and the first earth will pass away. So you, that, that's not what I'm glorying in. But I'm talking about uh, what came from heaven in a package deal. God sent his son. And when he came, he, he brought his blood. He brought his blood. He brought the power of the Holy Ghost. He brought a revelation knowledge of God. He brought a justification. Sanctification. What does he mean? Redemption. And he came, uh, as, uh, he came as the Redeemer. To deliver you and I. From the powers of darkness. That's why we're here today. That's why you have a church. That's why you feel the power of the Holy Ghost. Something come upon you. And you can lift up your hands and shout. Amen. Shout. 
and, and you have, uh, you go in a season, you have a little piece of turkey, but you don't stop there. You don't stop at the pleasures of the world. You move on. Amen. Because you're going from glory to glory. Amen. And that's not your hope. Your hope is in Jesus Christ. Amen. And it's not in the drumstick. It's not in the drumstick of a bird or in the wing of a bird. See? Hey? You see? And you don't need an oink oink uh, to make you happy. See? But you've got the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. So I want to get your mind on God. Because this season, you get carried away. And idolatry. And uh, you're carried away until strange thoughts and strange God. But be steadfast. Are you listening now? Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of God. You don't serve God for 20 years and you just give up and you wander all over. It means you didn't hear a thing. But you've got to have this mind. What? Let this mind be you, uh, which was in Christ. See, who was in the form of God, thought it not robbery. He had reached the height. Uh, there's no way he could be promoted as God because he had reached the height. But how does he get any more promotion? He came down. He stepped down. He gave up. You've got to give up something to get something. To go on in God, you've got to give up something. What do you have to give up? Yourself. You. Who, are, who you are. Your reputation. What you want to be. Your ambition. You laid at the cross of Calvary. You laid down at the feet of Jesus Christ. And it's not just singing it. But it's living it. All to Jesus I surrender. Oh God you give up God. And it's not a force anointing. But that spirit of God. Consumes you like Jeremiah. I feel the fire. Shut up in my bones. Where? In your bones. Your bones is warmed by the Holy Ghost. You're warmed by the presence of Almighty God. And whether you're in church or not. But you are the church. Amen. Uh, you can be on the job. But you're still the church. Because you might not be singing out loud. But inside your heart is singing. And it's in tune with Jesus Christ. Hey. Uh, my heart. Uh, have you seen him? Uh, your heart is crying out. Have you seen him? Uh, who my soul loveth? Have you seen him? And if you do tell me something about him. Uh, don't tell me about the sports star. And the uh, rock star. And some other kind of star. And the falling stars. And, and all of that. Don't tell me about these, uh, these ones. Tell me about uh, that, uh, that lovely name. That name which is above every name. Oh, I love that name. Uh, I love that name. Do you? Love that name called Jesus. That at, at, even at a season time like this, you can draw nigh to him. And he will draw nigh to you. See, you're not destroyed uh, 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 because you're lacking knowledge. But uh, you're steadfast, my friends. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work of God. You're always on top. You don't change uh, weather after weather. Up, down, cold, hot, uh, lukewarm. But you've got the fire burning uh, in your soul. God's people are full of life. And uh, you come to church and you're not looking who's there. But you're looking for Jesus. Is Jesus in that church? You don't go count one, two or benches or chairs. No. Uh, you, see, you see Christ. You see the love of God. Because God is not limited by who's there. Uh, God's not there because you're there. Huh? If you don't have him before you get there, he's not going to be there because you're there. But you take him to church. You don't go and find him in church. 
It's okay when you're just getting saved. But uh, when you go to church, you already have God. Uh, what did you bring to church? A murmuring, complaining spirit? Or do you bring the life of God? What do you bring to church? What did you bring to church? What did you contribute to church? Huh? And you said, oh, well, you, you go to church uh, not to be changed. You go to church to control the church, to tell the church what to do. Can you imagine a sinner man? We're sinners, all of us, of sin. And we're going to tell God what to do, how to do it. Yeah? Do you have a heaven? No, you don't. See, you might have a hell, but you don't have a heaven. That's for sure. See, so we need to have the knowledge of God. A knowledge of God. If you have the knowledge of God, do not be in the position you are right now. You know you're miserable. You pretend to be happy. Do you think money makes you happy? Hmm? You can go on all the vacations you want to go on. Buy and sell and trade and got the nicest clothes and change. Solomon had it. The Bible tells you. He said, uh, I consider the lilies. Uh, out there of the field how they grow. Look, have you ever drive down the highway and seen on the mountain tops those little beautiful roses and uh, flowers? Why? Nothing more beautiful. You don't even remember Solomon. Uh, you don't remember uh, your house, but you're admiring the beauty, the outlay, and what a color. Uh, you drive up north uh, someplace uh, going up like New York, going up to Canada right now. Oh, fall. And the design, and no artist can paint it. A, 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 a picture like that, the trees and the color. What a beautiful God and wonderful God that we have. See? And you consider them. The lilies of the field, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet Solomon, in all of his glory, was not arrayed like... You can imagine Solomon was not arrayed like... Uh, all the decoration and the dress up of Solomon, when he gets out there... And look at the glory of God. Uh, uh, Solomon would come a far second in comparison. Don't, don't, uh, don't give God up for the world. But you run the race that is set before you. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So uh, because um, thou hast rejected knowledge. Well, look at that. Because thou hast rejected knowledge. The priest who rejected knowledge. The priest. Malachi said, his lips should keep knowledge. But because thou hast rejected knowledge, the pastors, evangelists, whoever, the teachers, prophets, rejected knowledge of the word of God. He's still in the same little realm. Okay? Trying to motivate. Most, a lot of preachers are just motivated, motivational speakers. They promote you and get you hype up for the next uh, move that God is going to make. You don't have to do that. See? The next move that God's going to make is not uh, somebody hyping you up, but is you falling on your face before Almighty God, like Daniel. See, Daniel fasted on how many? 21 days? Huh? Because it was time for Israel uh, to be restored out of the Babylonian captivity. Am I right? I mean, Judah to be restored out of the ba 70 years was coming to an end. So Daniel uh, <coughs> got on his face and fasted, but there was hindrance. See, over the Medes and the Persian, was it? Uh, there was uh, endurance there, the prince, uh, principalities. That's why you don't understand. Principalities will get you out of church, pull you out of church. You take on a wrong spirit, and you think that's the spirit of God. That's why you need discerning. And you need a church that can tell you right from wrong. Amen? See, a church tells you, this is the way. You hear a voice behind you. This is the way. Walking in it. What am I doing right now? 
This is the way. I'm showing you the right way. You'll hear a voice behind you. But in case I'm before you right now. And when you get out of here, then you hear the voice say, don't walk that way. Don't listen to that teaching. Don't listen to that spirit. Come on. Uh, learn to discern good and evil. Learn to discern what is of God and what is not of God. It's not just go blind from one, one church to another looking for. When you have to be running from church to church, you, all your life you've not found it. See? But, uh, but uh, God's people, the scripture said in Psalms, that in one, they shall be like the tree. See, planted. You see that tree right out there? Ever since I came here, it hasn't moved. And it hasn't complained. Amen. Amen. It's right there. But it, because it sent its roots down and has gotten a hold of a rock. So the wind comes. Many a storms come by. And it still stands right there. It might shed some leaves because it's a change of climate. See, and even in the church, God prunes and cuts. See, but what God, what God does is that the grapevine will spring again and bring forth better fruit. Praise God. Amen. So, so back to the, the, this beautiful scripture right here. It says, um, uh, the, 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 my, it said, because thou hast rejected knowledge, what God says. Here's what God said, I'll do. I will also reject you. Why? How do you? Get rejected by rejecting knowledge. When God is sending forth a word, giving forth a message, uh, you turn it off. I don't have to. Now, that's not my favorite preacher anyhow. I have a favorite preacher. You don't have a favorite preacher. If you do, that's an idolatry. That's idolatry. You pick and you choose. Oh, that's my favorite preacher. No, you hear whoever the word of God comes out. Did, did you know one time, one time God used a donkey? Huh? And that donkey had the word of God at that time for Balaam. Did you know that the cock crew uh, against Peter? Did you know that? Huh? You cannot stop God. God can use, God can use a, a rod. God can use a donkey. Amen. God can uh, use a fish to fulfill his, his purpose. What an awesome God. What an awesome God we have. So you're looking for some shiny, bright... Uh, uh, a person to appear and they might not be it might be uh, uh, some. when Elijah came on the scene he didn't have the latest style and a three piece with a gold watch you know he didn't have that a pocket piece he came rugged and his garment was well known all over Israel that when the king asked the um, when the king asked the man his servant uh, what did he look like do you get that? Uh, he didn't say, well, he dressed up and he had the latest, you know, and boy, he wouldn't ever look. I don't know, but I don't know what his suit is made of, but it's fine. He has some real cool suits on. No, uh, he knew uh, Elijah was known not only his prophecy, but by his clothes. And he says that he's rough. He's a uh, camel hair, what? Hair and he dressed up. He doesn't dress like you. He doesn't dress like he's in King's Palace, like. That's why Jesus said, when you went out in the wilderness, what do you went out there to see? Uh, a man clothed in fine garments? Or what did you went out there for? To see dignified and polished looking? Uh? No, you went to see a prophet. And indeed a prophet. John was indeed a prophet. So that's what the church ought to do. What are you searching for? What are you following as I was saying this morning in uh, Revelations 14? Uh, 
they follow the Lamb. Remember we started there? And they follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. How did they know? Uh, what did he look like? Uh, how did he, uh, how was he dressed up? Uh, what are you following? What is he saying to you? Huh? <clears throat> are you just following them? Are you just following someone? And you think that's the Lamb? You think that's Jesus Christ? He's going to have a church that is not blind. Uh, but they're acquainted with Jesus Christ. See, you follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. And we used to sing a song way back there, where he leads me, I will follow. Wherever he leads me. And he can lead you in a path that you don't like. But you humble yourself. He might demand of things from you and see if you're obedient. You don't know when God starts. Have you ever checked with God and said, Lord, what is your will for me? No, you already planned it up. You're not checking because you're smart. And your plan and my plan is going to get me to heaven. And the kingdom. I don't have to plan. I already know. See? I already know. That's presumptuous. And that's idolatry. See? But it's a humbling day, uh, of yourself to God. Uh, it's a submitting to the word. And you put the word before you and say, God, I humble myself. Uh, don't let me be deceived. Have you ever done that? Or you just do this? You know, we just live like that. Oh, if I make it hit and miss, it doesn't matter. I'll make it one day. That's not the way it works. But as many as are led. See, do you understand what I mean? Are led by the Spirit of God, the total out of your hand. You're not in control. You don't drive the ship. You don't steer the ship. But it's Christ. And it's in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Do you think you know that it's not a game? Yeah? You know that's not a game? And we're drawing close to the shore. See, we're drawing close to the shore like the net. Cast out into the sea. It's been out in the sea for 2,000 years since Pentecost. The sea of humanity. And it gathered all kind of fish. All kind of fish and it pulling. But you ought to remember that there's more than one church. See. You have uh, the true body of Christ in Ephesians. I uh, think Ephesians chapter uh, 4 or 5. Uh, that deals with a man and his wife. And so the, tr the church. Christ the church. <clears throat> and then you have Revelation 19. The true church that follow him riding, shouting, hallelujah. Amen. Which is the bride of Jesus Christ. The true church is the bride of Christ or the body of, of Jesus Christ. See, the church that had the truth. They followed the lamb with, with a so heavy going. Okay. Now, um, and then you have the false church. Revelation 17. Uh, even as far back as Jeremiah 51 that tells you. And Babylon is a golden cup uh, in the hand of the Lord. Uh, uh, those scriptures there that we will get in the future. Because um, Babylon has a golden cup. And she gives, Revelation 17 tells us that she may call nation dr drunk by the wine of her fornication. She has a golden cup. Where, where, where did she get that golden cup from? Uh, where did she get that golden cup from? Have you ever think of that? She has a gold and it's filled. See, that cup is filled with the the wrath of what? The wrath of her fornication. That's other prophecies that we will get into. Not this morning. See, but um, that golden cup goes back all the way in the Old Testament. And I, in the future, will show you. And... Uh, 
that that golden cup uh, that was uh, uh, that was uh, filled with the wrath of um, of our fornication. In other words, uh, who corrupt the church? Hmm? Who corrupt the church? See, when Christ left the Ephesians church, I had it uh, started with the church in Ephesus. This a uh, wonderful church filled up with knowledge and discerning. But by the time of Laodicean, what kind of church was that? Huh? Thyatira, thou sufferest that woman to teach. Who? To what? To teach uh, and to commit fornication, spiritual uh, uh, fornication against uh, to my servant. To teach and to commit. So what message was going forth? They weren't following the Lamb when that happened. See, but you need a church that can discern and says that's Babylon. We're not going to ride with her. We're not a. We're not a part of her. We're not a. We're not a member of her church. We're not a member of Babylon, because Revelations uh, 18 says, "Come out of her, my people. Come out of her, my people." Right? If if you were not in it, he wouldn't ask you to come out. He wouldn't call you. Come out of her. Well, how do you come out of her? See, we have to know all of that. Because you're in the world, but you're not of this world. Amen? You're in the world, but you're not in this world. All that goes on around you. And uh, John tells you, one of the epistles of John says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, because all that is in the world is the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. See, that's not God. So you're in the world, but you're not full of pride. Uh, you don't glory in what you have. You don't glory in your accomplishment. And tell everybody and uh, you, you, you show off, uh, especially today on Facebook, of what you have. You, you, hold this, you hold this world very lightly. Okay? And if you lose it, you're not going to uh, leave the church or go uh, awry because you lost it. It's just things. When Job lost everything, he... Didn't give up God. Amen. Amen. Told his wife says. Uh, when she said curse God and die. Just give it up. You speak like one of the foolish. Shall a man receive. Bad evil. From the Lord. I mean receive just good. And not evil. No? There are times when you're going to be up. And there are times when you're going to be down. There are times when you walk through the valley. Of the shadow of death. But don't fear. Don't be afraid. Because God is with you. God is with you. And while you're going to remember that. Thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. That's the rod of the word of God. Remember in Revelation. That he had a rod. Okay. He, he had a measuring uh, a line rule. See when you, when, you, when you go this far. And you feel that you're tired. But you remember. You're, the, the, the finishing line is just a few steps. And where the devil wants you. He wants to take away uh, what you're carrying. Remember you're carrying it across the line to, to the kingdom. But he'd like to disarm you. He'd like to take away your joy. Your peace. Okay. Right before you put over. And he shows you that you're not making it. He makes you feel like you're running the opposite direction. See but follow me. See I'll show you the way. No. No. They can't. They can't show you. See, they can make you blind if you follow them. But they don't have a knowledge. They don't have a knowledge. They only have baloney dreams. They go and they eat too much, gossip too much, talk too much, 
And then they try to preach too much. Telling you, well, God told me this. God didn't tell you anything. See, God God never tell you a thing. See, well, uh, uh, and we need to get <clears throat> to the facts straight. So the people were destroyed because they were listening to the wrong teachings. <clears throat> that will destroy you. Okay, let me begin to bring this close down here. And because there was rejected knowledge, read on. I will also reject thee that thou shalt be what? No priest to me. So they were rejected. That priesthood ministry, that's why the priests, the ministers in the church that should be reaping between the altars, well, you get them preach, nice clothes, looking fine, but it's rejected. Nothing happened. Preach today, shout, and they go home. Nothing happened. There's no change. There's no understanding. They know nothing more about God than they did the week before. See? Are they destroyed? Seeing thou what why? Seeing thou hast forgotten. No, this is look at it. Thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. Did you know that? Uh we 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 we'll um we'll uh, get out a little prayer or something and we go to you go to one of these little gatherings and they don't they never take the Bible out. They never take the Bible out. And I'm not prejudiced, but I still like my old fashioned Bible. Okay? Um because I know that this Bible doesn't change. But I um, I don't exchange my Bible for a little cell phone. Oh, look, I have my iPod and my cell phone. But did you know that that iPod has got every mixture? Huh? Did you know that that, that cell phone has got every mis- mixture? And before you, for, you find First Timothy, look at all the stuff you might be going over. To try to find whatever it might be. <clears throat> so I'm not that smart. So I just rather have a old fashioned Bible. That when I. When I am. Um, nothing is popping up before me. Except you know. Just the truth and the knowledge. Of Jesus Christ. Okay so. Uh, somebody want to live on their iPod. And their cell phone. That's fine it's modern. But uh, I like mine where I can mark it up. And I go back. And I find it right there. Eh? See. So it's just there. Um, go on said I will also reject thee thou, that thou shalt be no, no priest to me seeing notice that thou hast forgotten thou hast what forgotten why because they weren't reading the word of God they weren't meditating remember what God told Joshua hmm? that you should always meditate in it day and night that you would not forget that if the church see the apostles uh, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship and breaking of bread so they wouldn't forget the law of God. Daily, Joshua, the, uh, the, the king was to write, first act was to write the law of God and study and meditate day and night. That goes for you also and for me. We need to study and meditate. When you hear these words, you're going on your uh, little vacation or what you might be, you're in that time, that season of excitement. I don't see much excitement anyway. Because it's just another day. What do you watch? Football? Oh, come on. How many years you go over? Who's winning? Tell me who won two years ago. You know. Uh, you, you give me something that you don't even watch salvation. Now watch your, watch your football and eat your drumstick and your dressing. But uh, I want another dressing. I want to look like Jesus. I want to dress up in the glory 
of Jesus Christ. So don't, don't you get excited over that drumstick turkey leg or something like that. It's just a bird. Okay, just a bird. So I want to show you, come on back down and get in the word of God and focus on the word of God and don't let season and time change you. Okay, and uh, but you are faithful to God. Everybody can do an A, but look at all. They don't have anything else to be happy about. Eh? So they get, oh, I can't wait for grandma's sweet potato pie. That's good. See, because I love sweet potato pie and ice cream. See, but that's good. So it doesn't take away. But all of that, all of that, you put Almighty God first. Amen. And you love the Lord with all your heart. Okay, so let me uh, go on here. and uh, Verse um, um, you see, I start, I'm still in verse 6. Eh? Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I also will forget who now. Eh? I'm going to forget your children. A lot, of, a lot of kids would be, you know, better off. But the parents forget God. They don't read. They don't study. They, they don't set a good example. And all the time, the kids are saying, Mom, Dad, you say you're a Christian? I mean... I'm not going to be a Christian. You haven't set no example. He says that the Lord says that I will also forget thy children. But because they forget God. Notice. Then God forget them. Forget their children. Okay. Verse 7 said. As they were increased. So they sinned against me. Alright. As they were increased. You know that. You can be blessed. And instead of turning to God. Your blessing become a curse. The more you. In, sometimes when. Have you seen a person don't have very much. And they go to church faithful and give. And, or you make them begin to get a raise on the job. Or get some money. And inheritance. What do they do? Ooh. Ah, they forget God. As they were increased. As they were increased. They forget God. The same thing goes in a nation. Um, uh, the, more, the, more, the more people. The more the same thing goes for a church. Uh, when you're small, the small they, they serve God, they ask God to for everything. But when they start to get big and the offering get bigger, they don't need to ask. Pastor don't need to pray. Uh, pastor gets out there and he needs uh, uh, rest and he needs uh, you know. The, now uh, I couldn't take a rest when there was a small church. I had to be laboring and pray. But now that it's Big and finances and the building is paid for. The light is paid for. Oh, let me relax now. Okay. See, as they increase. The more they increase, they forget God. And that's the time you should serve God even more. Amen. As they were increased, so they sinned against me. Forget God. And uh, the scripture goes on when they have, where Gomer, Gomer has strange children. That um, Jose didn't even know if those children was his. And that's our showing that our Israel, Judah, Israel, Jerusalem, became, uh, began to uh, intermarriage with the, the nations and had strange children. That means they were not uh, full-blooded uh, uh, Jews or Israelites. And uh, they increased. What happened? They increased because they intermingled with the nations. And so they increase in sin. Not only did they grow. It's just like America. Uh, you remember the days. If you go back in history. Of the pilgrims. Their, their first Thanksgiving. What did they do? Have you read the uh, first Thanksgiving? 
huh? celebration. They, God was first. And they didn't have as lot, a lot. But now we've got a lot. And what happened? We forget God and we sin. Okay? They didn't have what we had. But as the nations increase, as they increase, sin increase. They forget God. And you can get out there and because you got so much. There's a time when you did not very much. But now you can put on two turkeys. And that's so good. And you can put on a nice and you can have all kind of stuff. Okay? And uh, before you know it, it used to be turkey and ham. Okay? Or ham and turkey, whatever way you want to put it. <coughs> Cornbread, sweet potato. But now... But now, now you've got to put on uh, something else that make you uh, make you wind up. You know, we need a little fire. We need a little excitement. We need to, oh man, we need a little God and the world creeping. And, and you forget God. And before you know it, then after the uh, Thanksgiving and the Christmas is over, January is boring. So you go back, let me go to church. Let me serve God again. But Christmas is coming again and Thanksgiving the following year. You go right back there. So you have not been delivered. You've only been set free for a little bit until from season to season. So you change and go right back there. See, so but we need to love God. Doesn't matter what what season it is. Are you with me now? I'm talking to a lot of people. You see, we need to change. Uh, uh, doesn't matter. Uh, we need to change from glory to glory. And hold on to God. Amen. And don't let the excitement of the, um, of, the, of the week or the month. You know from here. And we talk about Halloween. But uh, some of the worst time for a church. Is Thanksgiving and Christmas. Hmm? Thanksgiving and we know how to avoid Halloween. But uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving. And I'm not against Christmas and Thanksgiving. Because I really like Christmas. Well not so much. <laughs> because I get a year older. Uh, amen. So, but that's okay. My birthday. Who who loves birthday? There's only one thing birthday says. You're one year older. Okay. But you're rejoicing. You're not rejoicing. You wait until you reach. Um, you put a nine before the zero. And you find out what, what happened. You know. And you find that when you. When you bend over like this man, he bent over tying his shoes. And you heard it before, said, said, he said, he thought, he said, while I'm down here, he's thinking, while I'm down here, what else can I do? See, that means, you know, your memory is getting very mixed up. And, and uh, you come to the foot of the, you're at the foot of the steps. And you don't remember, am I going up or coming down? Uh, you don't know whether you're going upstairs or coming down steps. Then you know that uh, something is going wrong. But God is so good to us. And I, uh, let me, this is beautiful. Oh, the scripture is so beautiful, isn't it? Um, I said that as they were increased, uh, so they sinned against me. Therefore, will I change. Look what's going to happen. Uh, uh, therefore, will I change their glory into shame. That's bad. Read, read Romans chapter 1 and find out. You can read it for yourself. Oh, their glory. Was changed to shame. Huh? Uh, read, read, go read the scripture. And see what happened to the temple. Remember how the glory. Of Israel was the temple. Huh? It was changed into shame. Go, go to the church. The church that came out of the upper room. 
the apostles' doctrine. Go back to the church right now and find a church that's standing up like the church did when it came out of the upper room. With that glory that they, they, the church came out with. Well, but what happened? I changed their glory to shame. No, no, you might have even have a large crowd, big offering. That, but, but that's not glory. That's just things. I changed their glory from the presence of Almighty God. You see, like um, uh, when Eli's uh, 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 sons died and his wife was bearing a, uh, uh, one of them uh, was bearing a, a son and she called him Ichabod, means the glory is departed. It was changed, it was departed when the power of God that you had all year, that glory that you had all year, and while you get out there and for a few little things, and you get out there over the, this uh, weekend or this month, you get out there, and I'm talking about the world, round there, the church of the world, and you change it, okay? You change it. And what happened? The Lord said, I will change your glory to shame. And uh, who's your glory? Jesus Christ is our glory right now. But instead of serving him and wandering here, oh, we laughing and shouting with grandpa or grandma. We call it family reunion. No, unless that family really loves God. See, you hold it very lightly. You're not reunion with them. Uh, you go, you might visit, but uh, you're not. A, you're you're in the world, but not of the world. Jesus said, "Who's my mother? Who's my brothers?" There comes a time, whether it's you or not, that the line is going to be drawn, and we're getting back to that age. That's why we don't see the glory. That's why we don't see the power. Somebody says, "Send a revival." How can he send a revival when we gossip? When we're not submissive? When we're rebellious? How can he send a revival? Revival of what? Huh? There's also a revival of wickedness. But we need to get back to the word and call, cry out to the Lord. And ask God to help us. Are you with me now? See? Are you with me? Uh, and all of this is going to happen because they have forgotten God. And verse 8 said, they eat up. Look at that. They eat up. They eat up the sin of my people. Ooh, they eat up the sins of my people. That's terrible. Now, let, let me. I could spend a long time right here eating up the sins of my people. Did, did, did you know when evil begin to work in a church? What happened? Huh? That evil <coughs> needs to have. Um, uh, it needs to have customers. Right? Like a restaurant. You cook that food, the restaurant, and he has somebody has to eat it up. So uh, customers has to open the door, come in, and they entice you and with their menu and so on. Are you following what I'm saying now? They eat up the sins of my people. So when iniquity begins to spread in a local church, somebody has got to eat it up. And so what happened? What happened? They call you over to the feast. Uh, because it's still... Has to be consumed. And they'll invite you over. They'll get on the phone and begin to talk to you. What are you telling them? They're advertising their menu and it says it's already cooked. The bad spirit is there. The evil, but they're not telling you that. And they make you feel like it's a good meal. It's a good menu uh, to rebel against the church, to gossip. Oh, it's a very beautiful menu to follow me. What you're doing, you understand? They eat up the sin. Their sin's there, but somebody got to eat it up. There's all kind of sin in the church, but somebody's got to eat it up. Huh? But better, not you. I'm not going to eat up anybody's sin. 
No, but my sin, I'm going to confess it to Jesus Christ. Because, did you know that? Uh, I'm not the sin eater. I don't eat up your gossip and your... It's Jesus Christ, trust me, is the sin eater. Jesus Christ, you come and you give him your sin, all your iniquity, all your wickedness. That's the one you go to and give him all your sins. Don't eat up the sins of some of your brother or your sister or somebody else and they lay that gossip and lay all kind of subway. You miss God. They eat. It's because you are eating up somebody's sin. They spilled it out and give it to you and you begin to eat it up. They eat up the sins of my people. Hey, that's a powerful scripture. Huh? Whose sin are you eating? Do you know when you gossip, you're eating it up? Come over here, sit down. And you have a roast pastor. You have scrambled pastor. Uh, sometimes you fillet him. Uh, but, oh, oh, say, give me mine. How do you like, how do you like him? Uh, uh, done well. No, no, just rare. Uh, just uh, rare so I can have more uh, next week. Don't, don't cook it too much. True, just... Leave all the, the, the gooey stuff. I want to hear all of that gooey stuff. You see, they eat up the sins. That's powerful. See, we read the Bible, but we don't understand. When you're listening to that gossiper, you don't know what you're doing. It's like you sit down at the restaurant and eating up the scrambled egg and the bacon. Huh? When you sit there, they're feeding you. And you're eating up their sins. The rebellion that they have. And it's too much. It's bursting. So they let some out. I say, come over here. I say, come on. Uh, I got something to tell you. He said, I'd like to uh, put you on the straight path. Oh, you're young. You don't know as much as me. You don't know enough. You don't, you don't know as much gossip as I do. And you got empty space. I'd like to give you some of it. That's all they're doing. And Israel, what was going on? They eat up the sins of my people. They change my glory to shame. And they set their heart on their iniquity. They just sit down and can't wait, you know, to tell somebody else. Can't wait. Iniquity. Oh, this is powerful scripture right here. And they said, and they shall be like people, like priests. One gossiper make another one. See? And I will punish them for their ways and reward them their doings. For they shall eat. Notice what? They shall eat and not have enough. They shall commit whoredoms and shall not increase. And it goes on into these gross sins. Because they have left off to take heed to the Lord. Whoredoms and wine and new wine take it away the heart. What a word. I could go on. Oh, I love prophecies. I love these scriptures. But they're not being preached. See, you just go here and you hear, or they take a few scriptures here. Oh, what promises, you know, a little promise back. Pick out and you pick out a promise, you know. It's always the good one. And how good you are. But it's no conviction of sin. Huh? Nothing there that's telling you that how they eat up the sins of my people and the shame they bring to the church. Nothing like that. No conviction. But thank God that there is still a little church here that we want to stand up to preach against sin and the wages of sin is still there. But we want to turn to God and we don't want to forget God, forget God, but we want to have the law of God in our hearts. Amen. Amen. We want to have the word of God. So I want to wish you all a uh, uh, nice Thanksgiving. Don't go overboard. Tonight we will have a, a little uh, question and answer Bible study, right? Back there, uh, so on. And then, and we don't know if we'll get it on live stream. Maybe we will. But we're going to have that tonight. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord.